like I say, I watched a lot of TV on the recent travels. Flying, I mean. Didn't watch any TV while I was in Africa. Far too busy for that. But um, two days of more than 24 hours of straight travel, plus smaller flights within Africa, bus rides, jet lag up in the middle of the night. Fair bit of time. So, uh, like I say, I watched two seasons of The Bear. Um, The Bear is on... Do you know what it's on, Sarah? Is it on Disney? Disney. Is it on Disney? It's on Disney. A bear is good. I, I would recommend the bear. It was good. Um, it's loud, chaotic at times, but I think that was the point of it. I'm not completely sure. Won all the awards, like all the awards recently. Um, most of the streaming services that I use are still commercial-free at this point, but not all of them. I have a few where the commercials are just part of it now, and, and, and a lot of times they won't even let you skip past them anymore. They're, they're built in. Why? Well, money, right? Uh, it's all about money. They need the revenue. That's where you come in. Advertisers pay them the revenue, and if you don't want to watch the ads, you're going to have to pay them, because you can usually buy a new level of the streaming service where you don't have to watch the ads, but you got to pay for it. This month, Prime announced they'll be charging an extra $3 a month if you don't want ads. So get used to it, because you know they're the first, but they won't be the last. So what's going on here? We're going to speak with Mo Desianian, president of Empathy Inc., to talk about this. Mo, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Chad. So, what we're talking—I mean, this is this is the way of the future, right? Advertising for all—you know—people have said cut the cable and all the rest of this stuff. Advertising has remained the constant; it's always there, right? Yes, I mean, at a very basic level, advertising has always been the financier of media. Yeah, right. Uh, we've we financed newspapers for the longest time, and television, and radio, and and that has been sort of the unspoken social contract. Is uh, we get some stuff for free or content for free or close to it at least, but in turn, we have to be served ads. And I think that's been a yep. fairly acceptable social contract for the better part of the last century. I think you're right. I think that was sort of the expectation. That was the understanding. That was the agreement we entered into, and it worked fine. Then the streaming services come along. And for the longest time, well, we didn't have ads, right? Because you're paying a subscription service, so you figure there's the revenue side of that equation. We shouldn't have to worry about advertising. And for a long time, that's the way it was. For sure. But what that's changed recently is they have to keep up with the content production. You know, productions are getting bigger and bigger and more prominent, more bigger stars and, and bigger budgets, but there aren't any more people to watch. We've sort of, yeah, Netflix yeah. and Amazon Prime, they've sort of reached somewhat the ceiling of how many people they can subscribe to. Netflix had a great Q4 earnings call, but and a good uh, growing of subscribers, but that was largely attributed to um, their password crackdown. You can share passwords, so you needed new subscribers to, to jump on board. Uh, but that only has a runway of so far before they have to look into other ways to get to get revenue. And advertising seems to be the easiest thing to tap into, and frankly, it's one of the smarter things to tap into, in my opinion. So I, I'm wondering if you know, because uh, it, it seems like all of them are taking different approaches to it. I mean, a lot of them have the YouTube approach where you only got to watch five seconds of the ad and then you can skip through it. I don't know why advertisers agree to that, but how do they determine how much advertising we're going to be forced to watch? And they've got to be careful it's not too much, I would think, right? It is definitely a balance. Yeah, I don't know what advertisers agree to the YouTube model. There was yeah, it's crazy. That people's, see, there's this myth that people's attention spans are shrinking. So people thought, oh, people could only pay, advertisers thought people could only pay six seconds of, of attention, but that's not really true at all. Um, in terms of what formats we go to, listen, we're less worried about that. 
I think it's not about formats. It's not about how much advertising. It's about relevance, right? Yeah. We always say people don't like ads. Nobody likes ads. That's a very, very good starting point for all of us. But if you make good ads, if you make relevant ads, people are going to come to you. Here's a good example. Everybody knows someone who is going to say, hey, we're late for the movies, but I don't want to miss the preview. Yep. Well, what are movie previews? They're just ads in front of a movie. But here's the difference. Movie previews are hyper-relevant. You go and watch a horror film at the theater, you want to know what other horror films are going to come out in the future. It's advertising, but it's advertising that's relevant. And I think that's where Netflix, Amazon, and all those folks can come up with really interesting solutions. They already know what our viewing patterns right. are. They already know what we like. You make the ads good, then it's not a question of do we show them before the show, after the show, but it's a question of are they actually good ads? Are they, are they doing that, Mo? Like you say, they know. They know what we like to watch. They recommend, you know, a million different shows based on what we've watched. Are they tailoring the ads? Are they are they doing that at this point? Kind of like, hey, this guy likes to watch. I mean, sometimes I see ads for things that, you know, I mean, you know, very feminine things that I have no use for. So they're not doing a very good job of it. But are they working on that? Absolutely. I think that's the roadmap. That is the vision for this product offering. Once again, everything remains to be seen when it comes down to execution, that's what the promise of YouTube was yeah. about 12 years ago or so. And, you know, we have seen a mixed bag with that as well. Um, but that is the promise. They, I know that Netflix and Amazon, they have sponsorship models where you can sponsor sort of binge habits or genres of shows and things like that. So that's, there's promise there. The opportunity is there. The vision is there. Um, it just remains to be seen in execution. I think we're just a bit too early to make a definitive call of whether they're doing that yet or not. And I think you make such a good point. Like, I've, I've actually paid money to go to a movie theater and watch the best TV commercials of the year. They used to put those out. I don't know if they still do. Right. Um, but I, I'll tell you, Mo, I've got a list, a growing list, and I think it's probably longer than places I will go to based on advertising, places that I will never go to because the advertising is so bad. Like, there are some really awful commercials out there now. <laughs> there is scale, right? Like, so that's the question here. Uh, a lot of folks need to make a lot of content and a lot of advertising to support and fund whatever the business is. And I think if you make it without regard of, of the viewer, then you get yourself into, into some situations where the ads aren't so good. Here's another really good example of why I think um, Netflix, Amazon, and the streamers have a really good opportunity. You talked about the show, The Bear. Yeah. Um, so... Obviously, great show, won a lot of things, amazing show. But here's the conversation that was surrounding that show on social media, on TikTok. It wasn't necessarily about the show. It was the white T-shirt that yes. Jeremy Allen White was wearing, the fashion. And yes, who capitalized on that? Calvin Klein. They dropped the ad with him. It was about sort of Calvin Klein, the brand, and it did great. And I think that's where the real good opportunity for these streamers is. They have a pulse on culture. They shape modern culture. They're incubators of mainstream culture. And if they can blend that and find a way for brands and for advertisers to be a part of that conversation, that's the goldmine right there. Yeah, if they can sync up to what's what's happening, you're right. Then then they're tapping into something that's already existing. Interesting stuff. Mo, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Great chat. Appreciate it.